I'm Adam Rappaport. Welcome to the Bon Appetit Foodcast. Joining me today is senior food editor, Allison Roman. Hello. How you doing, Allison? I'm great. How are you? And that manly man back there, giggling <laughs> into the microphone, would be Sam Mason, ice cream maker extraordinaire from Oddfellows here in New York City. Thank you for having me. It's just disgusting out right now. It's about 90 degrees, about 110% humidity. And we got to talk ice cream. Yeah, the windows are sweating. <laughs> it's pretty uh, much the only thing anyone can eat right now. Is so that you're, you'll save us all. It's we're, we're kind of alternating between really cold beer and ice cream. Mm-hmm. So Bell here, Bell, our producer, pointed out that we have three ice cream features in the magazine this summer. We've got a beautiful ice cream cake story in our new issue, in the August issue, uh, that you orchestrated, right, Ron? I did, yes. We have one on the whole new school ice cream sort of parlors and such out there, like Morgan Stern's and, and Oddfellows. And we have a whole thing on how to make your own ice cream at home and in our July issue. Uh, so we want to talk ice cream. And, and Sam, I was just talking to Allison before this. It, it seems like I kind of grew up in that sort of Ben and Jerry's era when – you had like the, the pretzels and the peanut butter and the chocolate in there. Now it seems like we've sort of, we're in this new wave of ice cream making where we've got habanero chilies and lemongrass and like, how, how do you characterize where we're at ice cream wise? Well, I mean, I, honestly, I think we'll never stray too far from that chunky kind of ooey gooey. That's here to stay. But I just, I think the consciousness of, of at least the ice cream makers in New York City is very flavor forward. And I think we kind of tend to end up at that place you're talking about that you know getting into chilies and getting into these these kind of odd things we could, we'd call it highbrow, we can call it highbrow. It, 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 i wasn't gonna say that. Yeah. go ahead <laughs> highbrow ice cream sounds strange to me well. i kind of see when i go to these places like or allison we were talking about other places like mr and mrs miscellaneous in san francisco and and salt and straw in portland um it's, a, it's almost like there's a more chef-y approach to making ice cream. Is that yeah. fair to say? Mm-hmm. I would agree. I mean, a lot of us a lot of us come from the restaurant business. You know, we were – I did the math the other day, and it was – I didn't want to think about it. It was 23 years Oof. Being, a, of a, of being a pastry chef, yeah. which, you know, ice cream's always been a, a large, you know, part of, of what I did every day. Um, and then ending up at places like Atlas with Paul Liebrandt and WD-50 with Wiley – you know the the profiles you ended up coming up with were stranger than most. So that was your job. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, we were always pushing some envelope, mm-hmm. or or some flavor envelope, I should say. So that's where you get these miso ice creams and these, you know, edamames and stuff. They just. But at what point, though, as as a chef and someone who's both or else and also just your, it's your job to taste is your mo- your most important tool. And at what point do you say, you know what, that's creative, but it actually doesn't taste good? How how do you make I, that judgment? We said it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there. Yeah, I mean, whether I mean, a lot of times we were even pushing it so far that it was like savory ice creams, which were, you know, strange in their own right. Whether it just be like an egg yolk ice cream for a tartare dish or or something of that nature, or roasted potato with hardly any sweetness in it, mm-hmm. you know, trying to come up with the functionality of ice cream without sugar. So it, 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 it not only was flavor, it was texture, it was... it was. But that's also in the context typically of something else on the plate or with the, with something. Right. But if yeah. it's just on a cone, you know, as an ice cream maker, what are there some ice creams that you've tried to make at Oddfellows that just didn't turn out? Yeah. Uh, What's your big fail? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, there's been very few, honestly. I mean, I, I, I don't think we, I don't think we try to freak people out enough. I mean, we do the things like the foie gras stuff, but they're honestly more well received than you would expect. Uh, one, the, the few things that I've made that I, you know, pulled the plug on are things with the curries in them and stuff. They, they just, 
you can't give it away. But why is why do you think that? You know, I mean, we're lucky enough to have uh, 16 flavors. So, you know, you can kind of throw in that one flavor that you're just like, this ought to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, people still have enough choices that, that, you know, that maybe they'll taste it. But it, it's just like when you see one tub of ice cream stay full all day long, you're, you're doing everybody a disservice yeah. at that point. Allison, you shot a fun video with Sam last year on your Sweet Spots series. I did, on, Oh, yes. yeah, we made waffle cones. Yeah, right. on bonapete.com. So, I mean, at a place like Oddfellows, are, were you surprised at some of the, that you liked some of the flavors that Sam was making? In the sense, like, whoa, that sounds crazy, but wow, that tastes good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I am still admittedly, like, my favorite flavor in the world is mint chip. <laughs> I don't mm. think anything will ever beat that. Baskin-Robbins mint chip. It's the best. The, you know, the best. The reason why Baskin Robbins mint chip is so good because they're not chips; they're like flakes. Yeah. It's like an astral spray <laughs> of like stars, but made out of chocolate, and they yeah. kind of like very oh. high quality chocolate. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and it's green. I don't want. Don't give me that white mint chocolate chip. No, give me no. that neon green yes. weird stuff for sure. I want it to dye my insides. <laughs> I should be writing this down. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a there's a chorizo caramel that I. You know, was like, I'm sure it's good. Do I want to eat a whole cone of it? Like, I'm not so sure. Absolutely. And then I had a bite of it and was like, I absolutely want to eat a whole cone But of why? It. I think most people hear that like, that's insane. No. Chorizo, it's spicy this, like, sausage. salty, spicy, sweet, creamy. Like, it hits every yeah, note I mean, possible. There's... How stoned were you when you thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of one of those things, the same as the miso. It's like, you know, the, the salty, sweet thing hasn't been around very long but it, it makes a lot of sense i mean it's it's obviously well it's been around since reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> yes, 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 yes. you put your chocolate in my peanut butter uh i mean it, it, it's been it's been happening in asia for a long time yeah uh it just kind of came around probably in the last decade here uh and it just makes sense i think on the palate that salt like the salted caramel phenomenon people don't even want caramel without salt anymore no, it's, it's don't gotta, give it to me don't it's want gotta it. have salt Got it. there's no but so how do you how do you get that that salty taste from the trees without it being too much of a meaty taste if that makes sense well that one i think is less salty because it's the sausage itself is probably on the sweeter side it's mm-hmm. maybe a little smoky and the the smoked paprika kind of is so there's just like big profile. chunks of sausage in your ice cream. <laughs> no, you just no. use the fat from it, right? Yeah. How do you how do you make the ice cream? I render I render the fat and then I make a, a caramel with that, you know, with, oh. with glucose and butter and milk, and then the ice cream itself is blended with with the raw sausage as well. Well, it's not really raw; it's, it's cured meat, and then strained Wait, well, out. What do you mean it's it's blended? So meaning what exactly? It's just I take the chorizo and blend it together and then strain it out really well, and you just kind of end up with this paprika tinted chorizo infused ice awesome. cream and then yeah and then that caramel gets swirled through so it's like so when you put a flavor like that on the, on the board you know do you have to sell it to customers you have to convince them like just give it a try you know or, or are they eager to try it well that's one of the things about oddfellas is you pretty much can have as many samples as you want so the line Good takes a little know. the line can take a little <laughs> longer because you know 16 flavors i've seen people standing there for way too long but uh, and I don't know why, why you would want ice cream after sixteen samples. <laughs> At that point, I'm just like, you know, I think I'll have a nice water out of yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> do you find the average customer comes in wanting adventurous flavors, or do they want to stick with the classics? <clears throat> well, the neighborhood we're in is kind of which uh, is uh, Williamsburg. So it's part like of this. That. It's this. Well, it's not the Williamsburg <laughs> you heard of. I don't think. It's uh, the dynamics of the neighborhood are all over the place. So now. It, the flavors that sell the most are all over the place because the you know the, the clientele is all over the place. 
So you get it's a this, real melting pot. It's, it really is. it is what New York City used to be. Nice. So what are some of the what are some of your best selling flavors? Some of the best selling flavors are the, one of the joke the running jokes has been the sprinkles ice cream, which it was it was just it was just trying to be funny. It was the first menu, and it really was just a sweet cream ice cream with sprinkles, you know, rainbow sprinkles folded in. Thought it would be there for a week, and now just kids lose their mind if it's not in there. So it's. It's been around for two years. It now. reminds me of cake batter in a good way. I'm gonna have a full disclosure. I don't eat that much ice cream. Well, there's something like I love. I love it when it's there. I feel like I can only eat so much. I get full, full up more than by ice cream than more than anything else. Like Is you're that not like. Well, I mean, I keep a pint in my freezer, <laughs> and I will have maybe a spoonful or two a night, if that. What kind of pint? Like what's in your freezer right now? It's a Talenti mint chip. Uh-huh. Oh. Talenti. That's like the fancy clear pint. Yeah, I think they do a good mint chip. We were talking about that also. Now you go to the stores and it's just everything from the Jenny's ice cream from Ohio to Talenti. There's this whole breed of boutique batch sort mm-hmm. of pints of ice cream that cost $12 a piece and all sorts of crazy flavors. But it's good stuff if you want to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're definitely giving the big guys a run for their money these days. Yeah. How much ice cream do you eat, Sam? I, you know, I really don't eat that much. And I'm probably lying because I, I, I know I don't consciously eat a lot, but I know I, I just must absorb it in my day-to-day life but you're tasting anytime you're developing a new flavor yeah yeah, absolutely i mean that's why i probably don't have the right answer for you yeah i would probably be disgusted if i saw what i really ate (laughs) i know i don't i don't i don't crave it i yeah ice cream is the last thing i crave how many times a month or or year or whatever do you switch out your flavors the ice creams at oddfellas probably rotate on a weekly basis i mean i wouldn't say all 16 of them but there's probably two or three that kind of come in every week that are new it's kind of a seasonality thing. Mm-hmm. In the heat of summer right now, like what are some real seasonal flavors you've got on your menu? Well, I'm getting these fantastic strawberries from Rick Bishop right now. So we have a strawberry cheesecake wow. on the menu that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, there's a passion fruit saffron that's pretty popular at this point. Not that that's extremely summery, but <laughs> it feels tropical. It's tropical. Feels right. Yeah, the vibe yeah, is right. Yeah. Uh, and that has just pistachios and candied apricots. And then there's the, the ones that I that I see go out the most are like the s'mores, which is smoked marshmallow, burnt marshmallow with exactly what you think, chocolate, graham cracker. What about bringing it home? I mean, Allison, you've got a piece in, in the new August issue, uh, Cream of the Crop, mm-hmm. uh, where you spend time with the folks at Mr. and Mrs. Miscellaneous in San Francisco learning how to sort of make this sort of new breed of ice cream. And can you yes. just sort of walk us through it and, at home? And I assume the first thing you need is an ice cream maker. Yes. yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, they, um, like Sam over here, were pastry chefs. As he pointed out, most people are that decide to open an ice cream shop. But basically, they approach it from an angle of they make a base. It's it's a pretty standard, basic uh, ice cream base with buttermilk and sweetened condensed milk. It's really, really nice. And egg yolks. And egg yolks, yes. Yep. And they make these large batches of it, and then they cold infuse their ingredients. So be it coffee beans or tea leaves or fresh herbs, spices, things like that, they're they're letting them sit in the walk-in, their giant refrigeration system for at least two days, So that's kind of like cold brew coffee. Right. Instead of bringing heat to it, you just let it steep in this in this sort of custard. And what, why, why the cold steep? Uh, I mean, if you think about it like cold brew coffee, you're mm. eliminating a lot of bitterness, a lot of tannins that come out when heated. Some things like citrus, the flavor can really be destroyed when you heat them. Mm. Fruit juices, things like that. Like you don't want to cook it. You want to keep it fresh and you want to preserve that flavor of what makes it so good. So, all right. So you steep it. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? Then you're going to strain it. Yep. They, they use a hand mixer and then they let it sit. They let it chill out, do its thing. They taste it. Um, 
okay, I'm going to give it another day, things yeah. like that. Because different herbs have different oil contents, different spices, different teas. Um, so it's sort of like a process. It's almost like a extremely slow cooking. And then you then you strain out any sort of extract, mm-hmm. and then you and then you just put it in the ice cream machine. Then they'll spin it in the ice cream machine, and then any sort of texture that they're adding, be it chocolate chunks, chopped up pretzels, nuts, brittles, things like that, they'll add after the fact, cool. because obviously it's not going to do so well in the old mixer. Yeah. <laughs> now, so do you make ice cream at home? Is this something that you entertain a lot, or you go to friends' houses? Is this something? How how realistic is the home ice cream making process? Um, you know, if you have the real estate, which I do not. Um, you should be making your own ice cream. It's really, it's not that difficult, but I don't have the space for an ice cream maker. And also I live in New York and I'm extremely fortunate to have not only my bodega sell me Talenti when I want it, but I'm also not that far from places like Oddfellows. How much does your bodega charge you for a pint of Talenti? Yeah. I think it's like a hard $6.99. I'm sure. Oh, that's I, not so I bet bad. It, I bet it's at least that. It's, yeah. a, it's definitely yeah. at least that. <laughs> all right, so you got all this ice cream, but you don't have to eat it in a cone. Allison, you have this awesome recipe in the new issue for an ice cream cake. Yeah, I think undeniably the maybe the best way to eat an ice cream, yeah. at least for a celebration. And so you've got this very cool banana split ice cream cake in the new August issue of Bon Appetit. Talk to us about what does this cake look like? How does it come together? What are the elements? And, and is it hard or is it easy? What's, what's the deal? I'd say it's it's easy to moderately easy. Okay. You know, I think the idea came basically of thinking, okay, mint chip ice cream is my favorite ice cream. We're not going to do that again. What is the ultimate ice cream cake? Well, I think it kind of is like, a banana split, in but cake in form. a cake form, yeah. So there's vanilla ice cream, which you purchase, so you're safe there. There's a chocolate cookie crumble, which uh, serves two purposes. One, as the crust on the bottom, and that's just some chocolate cookies mixed with a little coconut oil. Basic wafer cookies mm-hmm. you crumble up. Yes. Yep. And then half of it's tossed into your vanilla ice cream, kind of cold stone creamery style, to Ooh. mimic like a cookies and cream. Yes. Because the quality of the cookies and cream you can buy actually varies. Mm. So this ensures that it looks the same as it does in our beautiful magazine. And then there's a layer of caramel Banana jam. I just that that just gives me the willies when you say banana jam. I it's like, love ah. it. Oh my god, I want to get it tattooed on my body. Sounds like a band in the seventies. It really does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, so it's like this weird. Okay, so you got the. I hate bananas, by the way. We've talked about this before. So um, I. But I. You know what? I'm I'm bigger than that. I'm saying you can still put the recipe in the <laughs> oh, magazine. I'm thank okay you with so that. Much. So you got this. It looks kind of cool. This cool layer of banana jam in the middle, chocolate crumble, vanilla ice cream in the bottom, and then on the top layer. What the hell is going on there? You've got your layer of maraschino cherries, of course, because vin- what, in vin- folded into yes, the vanilla folded ice cream. into vanilla ice cream. So you've got these beautiful little red orbs suspended in vanilla ice cream. So when you slice into it, you get this awesome cross section of what basically looks like a sort of weird modern banana split. So you've got your your vanilla ice cream, your chocolate cookie, your banana jam. And then your maraschino cherries. Where, where are you getting this tattoo? On your, like, I don't know. Not, I'll let you know. Okay. I think it's like an end of summer thing maybe. <laughs> um, and then the whole thing gets uh, smothered in like this gorgeous whipped cream. And then you top that with more cherries and crushed peanuts. peanuts. And it's kind of like the most fun cake I've ever seen. It's kind of awesome. It's a giant banana split in cake form. Yeah. Genius. It's awesome. Well, Sam, Thank you so much for coming, Allison. Thank you for joining us. But but before you go, Sam, we're doing the lightning round. I knew I was going to get stuck with something. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be quick because it's a lightning round. Um, sort of an either-or situation. Fair enough. You got to answer. And we're, we're going to talk about ice cream, obviously. But you're also uh, you also have a, uh, a mayonnaise company, I right? I have a mayonnaise company as well. Empire. Oh, you want Empire. You got Empire. 
You also own a bar, I'm told. I do. I do. Where's that bar? Neither. You, you can find no mayonnaise and no ice cream at that bar. <laughs> Lady J's. Lady bar. J's. Yeah, it's in, it's in Williamsburg as well. Um, so we're going we're gonna to hit some of these topics. Uh, let's, get, let's hit the ground running. Um, vanilla or chocolate? Vanilla. Really? No, I take it back. What? I, what? I, you know what? I, it's amazing how, how, how polarizing those two can be. I feel like Wednesdays could be a good vanilla day and then Thursdays is a chocolate day. Wait, you're you're going back and forth? Uh, yeah, I don't think you can pick one of those. If you threw strawberry in there, I would totally kick that one out. Oh. <laughs> but the vanilla chocolate, I, I really, I, wow. I don't. You know what? Here, I'm going to say this. I'd rather eat vanilla ice cream and have a chocolate milkshake. Ooh, mm. good answer. Great we'll answer. take that one. Cup or cone? Uh, always a cup. Beard or mustache? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, you got to pick Beard. one. Beard, Beard. But, but you've got a mustache now. Dude. I know, I know, I know. But you like you've got the little D'Artagnan. It's really a goatee. You, well, he's got you got the D'Artagnan going. It's you're a like summer. A, it's a summer beard. You're in, <laughs> summer. Beard. That's my summer beard. You're in the three musketeers right now, or is it the four musketeers right <laughs> now? Would, yeah. Um, oh, it's a good one. Sprinkles or magic shell? Magic shell. Yeah. 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 yeah the dip. Williamsburg or East Village? Uh, Williamsburg for for maybe for only another week. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that mean? I it's feel you. just it's just getting strange over there, but I I love it. It's a great place to own a business. Milkshake or ice cream float? Uh, yeah, milkshake. I think milkshake. And yeah. just straight chocolate? Uh, yeah, just straight chocolate. You know, I love I love, and I don't have this often, but when I have had it, just the um, the vanilla milkshake when you throw a shot of espresso in there. Ooh, that's yeah. Like shot an affogato milkshake. Ooh, yeah, shot like of, an affogato milkshake. Shot of bourbon's good too. Yeah, that'll work. Beer or whiskey? Whiskey. Wow, that was that was the fastest <laughs> answer. <laughs> Can I have one now, please? Yes. <laughs> What's your brand? Uh, I, I drink Irish. I'm an Irish whiskey, oh, and Irish. I, I, I don't really gravitate towards one Irish whiskey, but. Uh, but you're not a bourbon guy. Yeah, I, I love bourbon. I think bourbon's fantastic. I just for some reason I default. To Irish whiskey. Well, all right. Thank you very much, <laughs> Sam Mason. Thank you very much, Allison Roman. Go eat some ice cream, everybody. Thank you, guys. <laughs> See ya. The Bon Appetit Foodcast is recorded to a digital device in the small conference room on the 36th floor of One World Trade Center in New York City. Our engineer is Mitra Kaboli, with production assistance from Bell Cushing and Carrie Polis, and is produced by Scott DeSimon. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or at bonappetit.com. <laughs>